Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. I'm Michelle. And it is OTP time again. And it's my turn this time. Yay! And I think I know who your OTP is, and I'm kind of excited, because I don't know a ton about them. <laughs> except, except for what I've ranted about. Except for what you've told me, and weird little, like, sometimes, like, my mom will mention it. Yes! Like, I knew I'd have someone else on my side. Hi, mom. <laughs> well, it's more like I mentioned the show, and she goes, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And, like, yeah. and kind of, but anyway, yeah. I will I will not steal your thunder. Oh, Go fine. ahead and, and I, take it away from I here. am going to talk about the show Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Now, I know. A bunch of you are going, what? What is this? <laughs> Zach Morris, time out, to quote your sister. Um... I also love that I love I love it for that for once you're the one doing the really obscure <laughs> OTP. Okay, this but, but here's, here's to be fair. I thought it was super obscure too, and then I tumbled it, and it has Tumblr people. It has it has at least three actual Tumblr blogs. There is fan fiction that has been written about it in 2019. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying for a dead fandom for for fandom that's been gone. I'm sorry, the fandom that started 36 years ago. <laughs> the fact is they still have fan events. They had a 35-year event last year. Mm-hmm. Or not last year, but in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I just think it's really cool that this yeah. fandom is still very much no, alive okay. and kicking. I, I, I still feel the same way about MASH. Sometimes. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Because, like, the show aired from 1983 to 1987. It had four seasons. Mm-hmm. And people still give a crap about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Bruce Boxleitner will still sign autographs for the show. A lot of his, like, headshots are from the show. Because <laughs> Scarecrow, the title, one of the title characters is played by Bruce Boxleitner. Uh, people might know him from Tron, probably more anything else. That was the big thing yeah. he did. For me, he's honestly, I saw this before I saw Tron. Because, uh, like, Scarecrow vs. King was one of those weird shows. You probably remember this channel back in the day, there was PAX TV. Yes. And they were, like, family friendly entertainment. They had a show called Doc that starred Billy Ray Cyrus. That was one of their, like, original shows. <laughs> and I know, I know. <laughs> completely blocked out that memory <laughs> until you just but called like, it forth. It was one of those like heartwarming doctor yes. type shows, you know, country doctor in the big city. It was that kind of thing. And th- that's what they kind of did. But in the afternoons, they ran a block of like seventies and eighties TV. So I would get home from school to the end of Remington steel. Jesus Christ. Which I also really enjoyed, but not nearly as much as the next two episodes of Scarecrow and Mrs. King. And my mom loves Scarecrow and Mrs. King. When she found out you had bought me a season for my birthday, she was like, you need to bring that when you come stay this summer, oh, and yeah. you're going to watch you, it. And sure enough, t- we did. You've told me already that your dad was sick of it. <laughs> my dad likes it, too, though. To be fair, my dad enjoys because it. it's simple, so my dad, that sounds so mean. My dad can follow it. My dad doesn't doesn't do, he has, he's kind of ADD, and so he doesn't do well with well, a lot and of he's like, got, he's like conflicting. He's got sleep apnea. Too, yeah, and so yeah, and, and a lot of conflicting things are hard for him to to do. Like he has trouble watching like the Marvel movies and stuff like that. So so yeah, Scarecrow Mrs. King, which starred Bruce Boxleitner and Kate Jackson in the title roles. Uh, Scarecrow is a code name. I will refer to him as Lee Stetson for most of it because that is his name. I know Stetson. <laughs> laugh about it. Get it out of your system. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sometimes uh, undercover, he's Lee Stedman. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> okay, that, that is a like point two percent improvement over Stetson, well, and like she's Amanda King. Oh, undercover, they use Amanda Keen. They like, like they they stay very close to their, their names, which I think is a really interesting, like fun fun way. So to it's things. not like Covert Affairs where Annie Walker is just Annie Walker all the goddamn time. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but basically, 
this show would be on the afternoon. I would watch it with my mother. Like I said, my mother loved it. And I, I fell in love with it, too, very quickly. Because, like, because most of you are not going to know what it's about. It is a espionage. I, yeah, I, I've seen a few of the episodes, and I'm still really vague on the details. Okay, so basically, Lee Stetson's a spy who works for a thing called The Agency. Not the CIA or the FBI. Oh, yeah. It's just The Agency. And it kind of is like a, K- a KGB counter. Yeah. Like, they're always fighting because, KGB because it's the 80s. 80s. <laughs> Although, I will say, I think it, it was very smart for its time um, when it comes to, like, what they brought in and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, you have the main two characters, like I said, which is Kate Jackson and Bruce Boxleitner. Kate Jackson, famous for her role in Charlie's Angels. And then she right. left in season four, after season four. Uh, and she got this in 1983. He's so Lee is a spy who works for the agency, quote unquote. Yeah. And he inadvertently drags kind, wonderful housewife, homemaker, homemaker with a capital homemaker, um, Amanda King, who's just recently divorced, yeah. into the life of spydom. And she it's a little bit like like Sherlock and and John, where okay. she wants it. Like she's she loves doing this job. Not necessarily loves the danger of it, yeah. but she genuinely loves the job. And and it's like kind of like we talked about with Jack Carter in that she can see pieces and put them together mm-hmm. in ways that other people didn't. Yeah. She has that just an an, an instinct. An, like an intuition. Yeah. yeah, she has an intuition, an instinctive journalist not journalist, investigative <laughs> I don't want to say journalist. She has an instinctive investigative mind. It's just the way her mind works. Uh, she has two small boys, Philip and Jamie. I believe they're eight and ten at the start of the show. Okay. And her mother, Dottie, also lives with her. Uh, and her name is Dottie. I'm not saying she's crazy. <laughs> uh, her name is Dottie, short for Dorothy. Yes. But her mother lives with her and her two boys and her husband, Joe, ex-husband Joe, you find out later on in the series, at the beginning of the series, lives overseas because that's kind of why they aren't together. But anyway, I'll get to that. But they also, at the agency, there are two characters. There's Francine Desmond, who starts off your typical kind of catty woman in the office. Like, she's she is a trained spy as well. Mm-hmm. But she's very catty to Amanda at the beginning of the show, which I don't love that they do that. Yeah. But it's the 80s, and she was a working woman, and Amanda was a housewife. So, like, yeah. there's that, like, oh, isn't that sweet? You went to the PTA, and you're a bit of an idiot, and, like... Like she she acts like that all toward that, her all that nonsense yeah but it's also a big front for who Francine is and you kind of get that as the show goes on like mm-hmm. she and Amanda become a bit closer um, but never fully close because like at one point like season three I think she says something and Amanda actually smarts back <laughs> like sasses back and she just looks and Amanda goes I'm so sorry you're gonna get me back for that oh you can count on it and yeah. walks out the door. So like, it's mm-hmm. like, it becomes like a, a they have joke a, in their relationship. They almost. have a bit of give and take later. Yeah. And then they also, the other person is Billy Melrose, who is Lee's boss. He is the person of color. He's the only African American on the show, but Hey, it was the eighties. He's the boss. <laughs> That's a bit like, and he's great. Like Billy, Billy is one of my favorite people on the show mm-hmm. because he knows from the moment he sees Amanda and Lee together, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> like, the it's, moment. Oh, man. Because the pilot, like, I'm going to talk about that just a little bit more in detail, probably. Because, like, what happens in the pilot is she's taking her boyfriend, Dean, who you never see his face. <laughs> Is he, is he Wilson from Home Improvement? A little bit. Like, there's one episode where she holds a picture of him and he's got a fish in front of his face. Oh, my God. And, like, you see him, like, 
an, out of focus in like the background of a, of a picture, the frame. Like, oh my, she's God. talking to somebody, and Dean like looks He's up, but you absolutely see. Wilson Wilson. I mean, so you obviously know in season one, as you're never seeing him, that this dude is never going to be important. No, but she's dropping him off at the train station. And she's literally just in her nightgown with an overcoat thrown over it because she's dropping him off, going home, and getting her boys ready for school. Uh, and so she's taking him in, and she's actually walking him to the train. And as, she, as she's walking away, this handsome man in a white waiter jacket wraps his arm around her, acts like they're walking together, thrusts the package into her arms, and goes, Hey, walk with me for a second. Uh, I need you to get on the train and give this to the man in the red hat. And takes off. <laughs> and she sees him get tackled by two big thugs. And she gets on the train because she doesn't know what to do. And there's a Shriners convention. <laughs> so oh all the red hats. Oh my god. So she gets off the train oh, and geez. goes home with the package. And it's turns out. entire train full of fezzes. Turns out that is Lee Stetson. Was the man. Not yeah. in the red hat. But the man in the waiter's jacket. And he has done this before. Like, this is something that if he gets into trouble, yeah. it is a really easy thing to do. Well, it's probably a good thing it, she... It's spycraft, yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good thing she didn't give it to the courier because he turns up dead Ooh. in, like, the next scene. You don't see his face, but you find out he's dead. Yeah. And Amanda takes the package home, and Lee finds her. Like, the, there's this great scene where she and her boys are... Because they've had, like, tea, like, like softball, not mm-hmm. softball, but, like, t-ball or whatever. Yeah. And she's ordering at like a like a drive-in restaurant, and he's dressed like a pirate and skates up to the thing, and he's like, "Hey, lady!" And she's like, "Who are you? What are you doing? I don't have your package." Like she freaks yeah. out as you would, yeah, because she tells him later, "I thought you were part of the mob." Because from her perspective, what else would she think? And then it turns out she's a spy, although Lee hates that word. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm just wondering how many mobsters get dressed up like a pirate. But anyway. Right. But it's... The thing about this story is it's, you know, tropey, fighting, <laughs> like, all kinds of, like... It's, it's just, an action-adventure show. It's all the but like, things we things we love. Yes, yeah. Well, because, like... So the first episode, they try to keep pushing her out of it. Like Lee, yeah. Lee consistently tries to push her away from. Of course, he from does. it. Yeah, it's dangerous. Of and she's, yeah. yeah, and he but he tells her he's like you know because she's asking about a partner. He goes a partner is someone who you know shares lunch with you and does this with you and does this with you and takes a bullet for you one day. And yeah, so he's dramatic. Like, much? He's, he's a lone wolf and a ladies' man and a man. Oh my like, god! Like, he's the stereotypical bachelor when he meets her. Like oh my god! Because the so in the first episode, Billy's like, I think we found you a new partner, and kind of laughs, and Lee just eye rolls, because, yeah, we're never working with Amanda again. <clears throat> Cut to episode two, they have to investigate something in suburbia, and so they need of someone course. who's actually familiar with how suburbia works. Not, you know, Lee Stetson and oh his champagne god. breakfasts. Oh my god. And, Yeah. Because you find out, like, how he spends his holidays. He gets, like, a bottle of, of really fine uh, champagne and watches a football game in front in, in his house alone. That is his holidays. Mm-hmm. And so Amanda's like, no, 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 no. So, yeah. Second episode, Undercover Married. Wow. However, Pulling out the big asterisks. guns. Yeah. Big, I mean, they do not share a bed. They do not share, like, Boo. they do not share a house. There is zero romantic tension. In in season one, it's really more about the two of them uh, odd coupling it. Like, yeah. figuring out how they work mm-hmm. and what works. But yeah, like I said, they have Undercover Married in the second episode. They, it's also my other favorite thing in that episode. I have to, like, this is one of the <laughs> best. So she's trying to, because she's divorced, she is trying to find another job. Mm-hmm. 
because her her husband, yes, he he probably pays alimony. I don't know for sure, but she raises the two kids and he doesn't. So I'm assuming he's paying yeah. some type of child support. But that's not really enough to take care of her, her sons, and her mother. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to find a way to you know get a job supplement the income. And Lee says, "No, they just didn't have anything for you." So she goes to apply at this typewriter place. Attacking <laughs> people. Yeah, basically. And guy is super creepy, hitting on her. But she's. Ew. And, and she's handling it like the pro of a woman who has had to deal with this because, well... A, a woman. Welcome to creepy people. <clears throat> and Lee... Lee busts in the door. He's like, now, sugar, we talked about this. You ain't working till the twins are in school. And, like, he full-on just grabs her like the little woman. She don't... Like, <laughs> and pulls her out of the Holy interview. Holy Jesus, man. she almost kills him. As you would. But, yeah. that Like, oh, just one of those funny, like hysterical moments oh, in the show. And she's also having to hide all of this from her family mm-hmm. because, well, Natch. well, it, it's to keep them safe. Like the more they know, the more danger they're in, according to Lee. And so it, it, this, this goes along with, with all spy stories. He hides in her bushes behind like the, oh my, that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> he hides, he hides in the backyard all the time and like waits till she's wait, like peeks up. And when she's paying attention, he like knocks on the window and then ducks down like all that kind of stuff. So like, he's always constantly hiding from Dottie, oh my God. from Dottie and the two boys. I just love it. I think it's great. So, so like I said, season one, not a lot happens. Uh, they they do work together frequently. Um, she breaks up with Dean at some time, at some point in this season, although it's never really clear exactly when. He, he just kind of stops getting mentioned. He pulls a maybe. Um, well, her mother mentions him at, at some points because she's like, well, you know, she was dating Dean for a while, and then, so she, then it just didn't work out. It just never worked out because mom at the beginning. That's the thing about Dottie. Dottie is Dottie is a very how do I say this nicely? <laughs> she's boy crazy for an older uh-huh. lady. She's super boy crazy. You can just say Blanche, you know. She's not that bad. She's not that bad. (laughs) But, like, any any available man that crosses her path, she will take or throw at her daughter. Like, that's the way it works. Like, I think in the final season, she's dating four different men at different, like, in the final season. Sounds pretty Blanche Devereaux to me. Well, just dating. Because she orders lingerie in one episode, and Amanda's like, what are you doing? The boys live here. (laughs) Like, boys, go to the other room. You cannot know that your grandmother wears, wears these things. So, yeah, Dottie... Wants her to marry Dean. Like, she's like, yeah. why haven't you just snapped him up already? You know, he'd marry you in a heartbeat. And she's like, mother, I haven't even been divorced a year yet. Yeah. Like, Joe and I haven't. She, she's <laughs> like, like, like give, says, give some time for the ink yeah. to dry on the paperwork. So, season two starts, and Amanda gets hired by IFF, the International Federation, International Federal Film. That is the cover for the agency. Yes. Because season one, she's just kind of a civilian, like, contact. Yeah. And season two, she's full on hired. She's not really an agent. She's more like Stenopool, but she gets right. to fly to Europe to make a courier drop. So, I mean, and a lot of the beginning of season two is filmed overseas, like, or at least takes place overseas. It looks like it's filmed there. Like, there's one scene that I'm almost sure that, that Sound of Music filmed in that same location. Like, yeah, like, it's the fountain Color. when they do a do, a do re mi. Like, okay. that, like, it looks like that place. And, like, there's a whole thing where the glockenspiel is a plot point. What? Yeah. Somebody's going to be assassinated when the glockenspiel goes off. It's a whole thing. <laughs> but her boys are there in that one. Like, like, and it's like she's taking these trips to Europe. Like, it's yeah. not like she's staying there. She's taking, like, separate trips. But one of them, uh, she's freaking, like I said, working with Lee every time. She gets to meet, uh, or not meet, but re-meet, for us meet. 
uh, Emily, oh, I forgot the last name, but it's Gene Stapleton. Oh. Yeah, Gene Stapleton guest stars oh, in this show. Gene Stapleton. Twice. Yeah. And the first, the first time is, is she's, she's great, but the second time is even better. Of course. She gets to play an undercover, uh, undercover Russian. And, oh, it's so, like, like she, they fake out a guy that he's in the, he's in the Kremlin. It's great. Oh, but, but yeah, so Amanda, the subtext for Amanda throughout, because Lee is still Lee. Mm-hmm. Say it that way. Lee is still Lee. <laughs> but Amanda, through subtext, you realize, or I realized this time through, is completely, irrevocably already in love with him. Mm-hmm. But doesn't really, either she's waiting patiently, which is one, which is yeah. kind of the way I look at it, or she's like, yes, I love him, but I know nothing's going to happen of it, but that's fine, but I'm in love with him. Like, just the way she behaves. Mm-hmm. So, first there's a affair at Bromfield Hall. Mm-hmm. Where Amanda and a married English Baron, played by Jarvis Davies. Wow. Yeah. Uh, are thought to be in a, an affair. So, like, there's a whole thing going on. And Leo is almost murdered at their house. Because the, the, he invites them over to, you know, put those sex scandal rumors to rest. By inviting them over and making it look like they're old friends of the family. They don't think that's the most brilliant idea. But, you know, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. So, they get there. He's almost murdered. And Amanda and Lee are talking about it on, like, they're standing on a bridge overlooking the Thames. You can see the Parliament in the background. So either it's a great green screen, blue screen at the time, or they're there. Because, like, it's coloring is right. Like, it looks like they're outside. Like, I'm just saying, like, it looks like they're actually there. So, and Amanda says she doesn't trust Lady Bromfield. Why don't you trust her? Well, it's a feeling. Huh, that's solid, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think she loves her husband. Amanda, she's married him for 12 years. She stood by him through this whole scandal. And that's very nice, but I don't think she loves him. Amanda, no. Lee, there's something about the way she looks at him. There's nothing in her face when she looks at him. She just doesn't look like she loves him. There's nothing in her eyes. And they never touch each other. Have you ever seen him hold hands? And at this point, she grabs Lee's hands. Yeah. And is, like, clutching them, kind Uh of. And they're getting closer. And uh, have you ever seen him put his arm around her? Or she... She falters for a second. You know people who care about each other, how they want to be close to each other, and she's, like, kind of rubbing his hands, Mm -hmm. and they, uh, and she realizes what she's doing. Awkward moment ensues. Like, the music kind of swells a little, and gives you this, like, (laughs) like, it doesn't say that, but Lee just kind of looks at her and doesn't say anything, but it's this very awkward, Amanda looks away, very embarrassed, and pulls her hand back, and just goes, she doesn't touch him, and kind of looks out over the water. And the awkward stammering, they turn to look, we should get back. And he starts to put his arm around her and she shrugs him off. Ooh. Because that is the thing. Lee from moment one is very tactile with her in a way he is not with any other mm-hmm. woman on the show. Yeah. And partially that's because she's Amanda and she doesn't know the danger she's in nine times out of ten. But as they're running away from things, they are always holding hands. Um, his arm, when they're walking down the street, frequently she will take his arm or his arm will be around her Mm -hmm. or guiding her like small of her back. Like always touching in a way that he is not with anyone else. Uh, and then the three faces of Emily, which is the, Emily is, yeah, it's so great. She, she goes undercover as three different people in that episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's just great. Um, Shenanigans. But at the beginning of it, Lee is telling Amanda, oh, you should come with me. We're because Amanda's. I don't want to use the word jealous because I don't think that's appropriate, but she gives him a little bit of crap about all the women he dates. Mm-hmm. And so like at the beginning he asks her out uh, and like, or he's, he's saying, uh, look, come to this party with me. It'll be a little bit of work. 
uh, how about you tell me? And she's like, how about telling me what you're doing here? I need you. You need me? I need you. I came to ask you out. You mean on a date? Well, sort of. Oh, sort of. You mean it's business, not, you know, pleasure? No, now that's where you're wrong. It's pleasure. For you, it'll be pleasure. For me, I may have to do just a little bit of work, but for you, it's just straight out pleasure. Oh, well, it's going to be such a lot of fun. Why don't you just take that girl you're seeing now? Who is it? Margo? She's the current one, isn't she? Lee, Margo and I aren't seeing each other anymore. Amanda, oh, well, you do go through them. <laughs> and, like, there's one episode where she stops to see him and, like, just, just like, dropping something off for him. And as she's leaving, a woman is coming up. And the woman's like, excuse me? Um, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's like, nothing. She, she, she's somebody from work, you know. And then at the end of the episode, she's bringing him a cake to thank him for her, his help. Mm-hmm. And the same woman comes up and, <laughs> and just looks at Lee and turns and walks away. Uh, but Gotta love sitcoms. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, Amanda, just throughout that season, you begin to see that her feelings for Lee run a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. and you're not really sure how much Lee's aware of it. He's aware of something because he's a man. There's an, there's an episode where they have to, he tells her they're going to go on a cruise. Like, cause he has a contact. He needs to help Mm -hmm. cover. doesn't tell her until they get there. It's a cruise for engaged couples that ends with a wedding. Oh my! And he tells her straight up, he goes, "I knew you wouldn't come if I told you." Basically, ooh, yeah. And so she's pissed. Yeah, no, huh? But at the same time, national security, she will do her part because yeah. that's the kind of person she is. But oh, there's even okay. The other trope, uh huh, evil doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> only, only it's a a. Uh, Amanda, somebody actually has surgery to look like Amanda. They learn to speak like Amanda, to intonate like Amanda. Oh my god! Because they have realized, because Amanda is the least secure person yeah. in the whole thing, so it's easier to like get in and kill Scarecrow, because that's mm-hmm. who they're always after. But she actually is taking out multiple agents. Like, you start off the episode seeing Amanda, like, out to lunch with this guy, and he's like, well, I thought you and Lee. Like, the whole office knows. The whole office knows, Kia. Because, like, I thought you and Lee had a, oh, no, no, we're just friends. I'll meet you upstairs. And she, and you're like, who are you? You are not Amanda. You are not Amanda King. What is happening? And she shoots him when he walks in the door. So that's you're like, yeah, you're really not Amanda King. And... So, obviously, evil doppelganger. And Lee is able to tell the difference and save Amanda when they are both dangling over a ledge. (laughs) However, the way he is able to tell the difference is beautiful. Because he saves her, and she goes, how'd you know it was me? And he goes, you're the only person I know whose last one should be, oh my gosh. Because she's just very sweet like yes. that. Like, she makes cookies for everybody for Christmas. And yeah. she, like, she's just the sweetest person. She, she can cook, she can do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then... We get to see a little bit more of Lee's developing feelings in an episode called DOA, Delirious on Arrival. Uh, Amanda accidentally gets poisoned by his sandwich. Oh my god. He'd stolen her orange at the beginning of the episode, and so she hadn't had anything to eat all day. So he feels like a, like a heel and gives her, he's like, here, take my lunch. Yeah. And yeah, it had a uh, poison in it, but it's not a kill you kind of poison. It's a make you go insane poison. Like, and if after a certain number mm-hmm. of hours, the effects are permanent. So he feels like, you know, horrible because oh, she's going to, yeah. but like, she also, it's so funny because her, her personality like shifts on a dime. And yeah. Like, she's like, way to go Stetson. Good job. Bill will be impressed. <laughs> things like that. Or yeah, just things like that for the whole episode. Kate Jackson does such a great job with it. 
she she is a very good like she's yeah. a very good actress. Uh, so so trope bingo galore in season two, but then season three starts, and season three is when there's finally movement on Lee's side. Yay. Amanda has just been waiting for him. Like uh, like she's waiting for him to be ready because he's clearly not in the phase of life where he is ready for a real relationship. Mm-hmm. And she dates people here and there. Yeah. Um, Henley's always jealous of it when that happens. Snatch. Um, but never like ugly jealous. Just like, I want to check this dude out and make sure everything's on the up and up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to run a background check on him. He probably did. Knows. It doesn't tell you that. But, he probably yeah. did. but like the end of the first episode of season three shows you where the season is kind of going. <laughs> Because uh, Lee and she are talking. Because at this point, she is in training and all this kind of stuff. He's like, you know, a professionally trained agent plans every detail, every nuance. The word accident does not enter in their vocabulary. And Amanda, well, heaven forbid one tiny little compliment escape your lips because she's just done really well on assignment. He goes, well, I'm just trying to point out it takes technique. Oh? Yeah, look, for instance, I'm sitting right here on this park bench now. They're in a in yeah, office, yeah. but now uh, I'm your assignment is to make a casual and natural contact, establish a relationship with me, and then get me to ask you to the Kennedy tonight for a Verdi festival. For a Verdi festival, how am I supposed to do that? Look, you sit and I'll show you. So she sits down, like annoyed. He's like, "Hey, toots, oh, what are you doing? Heard any good opera lately? <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. The one you say we uh hit the hit the Kennedy for a little Verdi. I'm sorry, I'm busy." Gee, that's too bad. These are for tonight. And he pulls out two tickets. Yeah. Are those real? About eight? I'd love to. See how easy that was? <laughs> like, that's their, like, uh, it's so good. And, like, the chemistry between the two is off yeah. the charts the whole time. But so so that little, like, scene on the couch is kind of the beginning of them mm-hmm. testing the waters, as it uh-huh. were. Like, they're not together, but they're heading sort of in that direction uh-huh. like you can begin to feel like the train is starting to leave the station basically basically the ship hasn't sailed yet we're still in yeah. dock but we've at least slipped yeah. the rope off the, you know well then a few episodes <laughs> later there's an episode called utopia now which is about a bunch of paramilitary people in the woods by the way gathering up guns to take over the government I mean, like, it's so, like, I'm like, wow, they, yep. I, nice wow, to know nothing's changed. Nice to know nothing changes. Um, but Amanda and Lee are running through the forest, handcuffed together. Sir, I don't know why my leverage. brain, yes, my brain is flashed to leverage. <laughs> it did to me, too, when I was watching it. But this scene did not happen I know. leverage, like, let me tell exact, you. Like, this exact so they are, thing you. they are hiding for the night. They they have a small, teeny tire fire just to keep them from yeah. you know, freezing to death in the, because this takes place in Washington, D.C. and Virginia area. Ooh. So to keep themselves from freezing to death, they have a small little fire going, because uh, they've, they've also crashed into a lake earlier in the episode. Like, it's just not been their day. So they're cuddled together for warmth, mm-hmm. like of and course. like you know, well they're they're handcuffed together, so like they have their arms here and their arms in front of them and wrapped around each other, and and they're trying to get comfortable. And Amanda looks at him and she says, "If we don't make it, I just want you to know I." And she looks into Lee's eyes and then kind of looks away. Like I'm really glad to have known you. And she smiles and they kind of snuggle. And then Lee cramps up and they have to snuggle even closer so he can move his arm. And they're like millimeters from kissing, mm-hmm. and baddies find them. Uh, all the tropes. <laughs> I was waiting for a rogue squirrel or something. No, no, the baddies find them. So they have to run. <laughs> they have to take off running. Uh, the end of the episode, uh, Lee comes up to her and, he, and she says, "About last night." And he goes, "I know." It was just two two warm people looking for for some comfort. And she just runs her hand like he's wearing a tie. She just runs her hand down his chest to the end of his tie and goes, "Not exactly." Pats him on the chest and walks out of screen. And that's the end. And he kind of gives this like little like grin. And that's the end of the episode. Noise. Yeah. And, like, that is the first 
of many, 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 many almost kisses in this season. Like, Ooh. the almost kiss becomes an art form in this season. <laughs> um, I love it. There is something weird in both, in all the seasons, there are some episodes that are out of order. Mostly, like, season one and two, you can't really tell. Season three and four, there's a couple of things that make it pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, season three, they're using this office, and you don't know where it came from, and the next season, or the next episode, they Lee, tell you Lee becomes the, the head yeah. of the, the Q Bureau, which is kind of the X-File. Like, like not X-Files and, like, aliens, but, like, <laughs> Where the un- more unexplained Plains. like cases go, so they also uh, Billy gets in trouble. Which, uh, so they're they're trying to help him bring down an organization because it. But old old spy buddy of his dies in the attempt, and yeah. so Lee wants to be on his own, and so he sends Amanda home. He's trying to send Amanda home, and she's like, "No, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. You need me." And he's like, "Amanda, you're a great investigator. You really actually are." And he goes, "But this is going to be dangerous." and your intuition is not going to be able to save you. And she's like, you can, he's, we don't have the expertise. She's like, you provide the expertise, I'll provide the, the intuition, and gets in the car. And he I grins, like, full grin. And that's the thing about Bruce Box Lightyear. His full Lee Stetson grin would blind you from space. <laughs> like, you, you just, he, there's just this glow when he yeah. grins that it's just like this slow, like, takeover of his face, and then it's just huge and mm-hmm. beautiful. Her intuition does actually prove useful as they stop an electric bank robbery and save Billy's job. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Lee becomes chief of the Q Bureau. Uh, Amanda is just obviously proud of him. And, and that's when he smiles at her again. Like just that, that smile, mm-hmm. like it's the, he, she is the only one he looks at with that smile. He never uses it for other people. It's not like a cocky smile. It's just a genuine grin. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Then there's an episode where a woman gets conned by her lover. And mm-hmm. that happens, you know? Yeah. And I think, is that the one where her lover, lover is played? Yeah, her lover is played by uh, uh, Niles from uh, from The Nanny. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant, like, Niles Crane no, from no, no, Frasier. The and I was, I was picturing David Hyde Pierce. No. And I'm like, oh my god. No, 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 from The Nanny. He actually is in two episodes as two different characters. But... But so she gets conned, and Lee and Amanda have to tell her that this wasn't real. This mm-hmm. is all con. He's done this to other women, yada, yada, yada. And she kind of goes in there, she goes, I need a minute, kind of mm-hmm. thing. She goes in the other room, and Lee and Amanda are discussing what to do. Lee wants to take her in for questioning. Yeah. And he's like, now we do not have time to be patient. Lee, we're talking about love. When you're talking about love, you have to be patient. And they both freeze and just look at each other. <laughs> And just stare into each other's eyes. Yeah. As and, and they both all of a sudden know they're not just talking about... It's like all of a sudden the subtext is now large glaring text. Because yeah. Amanda's love has been nothing but patient for Lee. Yeah. Uh, and it seems they're on a tentative romance, but neither knows for certain how it's going to go. Um, and then her ex, Joe, her ex-husband, gets accused of murdering a prime minister of a foreign country. <laughs> you do well he is a uh, lawyer who mm-hmm. who specializes in porn aid yeah. like he genuinely is a good person who likes to go yeah at, that that's and you find out that's what caused the breakup of their marriage is she went with him like she graduated college she they had their baby soon after he was in law school and after like jamie had been born so jamie's their youngest and he wanted to go and like travel overseas and do foreign aid work and she wanted a home mm-hmm. she had two little boys she didn't want to travel the world and they tried to make it work and just couldn't. She yeah. was, but Joe's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And no she's like, the weird 
kind of weird thing is she still calls him sweetheart and stuff. Mm. She always does that. She, that sweetheart is kind of her term of endearment. She calls the boys that. She calls Joe that. Later she calls Lee that. It's just, it's kind of her term of endearment for her boys. It's mm-hmm. the best way I can say okay. it. But I find it a little weird. Still weird. They're, they're very close. That, yeah. They're very, very close. Like, when he gets in trouble, he calls her and says, people are going to be coming. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't do what they said I did. I, like, I was coming to talk to the prime minister about this. Luckily, the prime minister is not actually dead. And so they, like, they are able to get Joe out of trouble. But this leads to Joe moving back to the D.C. area. And so we end up seeing more and mm-hmm. more of Joe, which I didn't remember at all. But we end up seeing him a little bit more, like the boys are with him more often and things like that. But Amanda and Lee are talking about what happened between Joe and her. And, and like, he is just so sorry for everything that happened for between her and Joe. Cause he, and Mm -hmm. she says, well, you know, life's life turned out. Okay. Huh? And Lee responds and he goes, yeah, but okay. Isn't good enough for you. Oh yeah. And then Joe walks in so they can't finish the conversation. God damn it, Joe. Yeah. And, oh man, it's so good. And then, like, a couple of shows later, there's an undercover reversal. Instead of going undercover as married, they go undercover as siblings, which means they don't get to have any of the fun chemistry. And they have separate bedrooms. Oh, man. Because, like, it starts off with Amanda, like, they're getting out of the car, and she's like, so I figure we need to go over some stuff real quick. You know, I sleep with the window open, and I need to do this, this. I prefer to be in the bathroom in the morning, like, like to go first, because guys take forever in there, and I don't really know why. And then he goes, Amanda, we're registered as siblings. We, can, we have our own room. Oh. oh. And then, like, Francine comes in and is helping with the case. And, she, and, Lee, and Lee and Amanda are in his room, like, working. And Francine comes in and says, I, I don't remember exactly what she says. She goes, Oh, you two look cozy in your little room. And Lee's like, We're in separate rooms. She goes, Oh, times have changed, not Scarecrow. And then walks out the door. You find out through the course of the series, Lee and, Lee and Francine dated briefly. Mm-hmm. Like, as all of Lee's affair are, are brief. Yeah. Except for Amanda. So then, like, so she leaves the room to go to bed, and Amanda goes, oh, I guess it is getting pretty late. I should head to, to bed. And, like, he does the lean-in at the door, and then he goes, I'll walk you to your room. Okay, let me explain Honey. to you. She's not across the hall, but she is catty corner across the yeah. hall. So, like, and she goes, well, it's not very, like, <laughs> let me walk you across the hall. Well, yeah, you can't be too careful, you know. That's good thinking. And they walk across the hall, and, like, he's like, second nature, field experience. What kind of field experience? You know. And Lee begins to lean in, and Amanda kind of leans and pulls away and goes, not necessarily. And, and so he walks her to her door, and, like, he's doing the lean-in for a second time when Francine walks back by, because she has the room across the hall. Oh, my God. Like, Amanda has just asked him in for coffee mm-hmm. in her room when mm-hmm. Francine walks by, and they have to jerk apart, he goes back to his room. <laughs> because apparently the agency does not approve of interagency dating. Of course not. So, like, they won't get, wouldn't get to be partners anymore, and they, they don't want that. Mm-hmm. So that's I just love it, but yeah. So they avoid the undercover married trope this time when they desperately want it. They don't do it. Oh my god! And and Lee is completely treating this differently than past conquests. You know, he's taking his time. He's going slow because he knows Amanda is different. They go out to eat dinner all the time together in season three, but they're not dating. But they go out to dinner all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them they have to eavesdrop on her mom for a case because, of course, her mom three or four different times dates Soviet spies. It just happens as you do she in the eighties. She doesn't always know. Well, I guess one of them is not a Soviet spy. One of them is pretending to be his own rich boss. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. What kind but, of Trumpian nonsense is this? <laughs> he's a driver for somebody who's out of the country oh, for several okay. months Never and pretends mind. to be him. Never mind. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah, so they're, they're listening on this this um, Dottie and this date, and Dottie says she knows her daughter. She she thinks her daughter's 
in, involved with someone at work, but she won't say anything. And Lee and Amanda both awkwardly look out the windows, opposite windows of the car. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> like, there's an episode where he goes to a retirement center for spies uh, because he's friends with all of them. Like, of course, he goes there like like every other week. Just the fact that that's a thing. Sorry, they're all agent. They're all former agency spies. And he brings a man and introduces her as his partner. Which is mm. huge, because Lee doesn't like the word partner, and he starts introducing Aww. Amanda as his partner that Gross. season. Um, <laughs> and then, like, there's an episode toward the end of season three where Amanda is kind of reticent to go to her high school reunion. It's th- th- She graduated in the 60s, and they have to come in the appropriate garb of the 60s. Oh, honey, And she's no. just like, oh, I don't know. And at the end of the episode, like, there's a knock on the door, and on the back door, of course, mm-hmm. and she opens it to Lee dressed like full 60s garb. Does, like, does he look like a reject from the cast of hair? Not quite. No, not the hair garb. But more like, oh, uh, he does have like the vest and, and stuff. I think he may have a headband. And, and he, he tells her, we'll be the perfect couple. Let's go. Like, he showed, he yeah. looked at all that just for her. Oh my god. Almost kiss until mom interrupts. Like, yeah. I should have made a list, like, I should have made a checklist for all the almost kisses. I, um, there's another episode where they're watching a performance, and his arm is wrapped around the back of the chair onto her shoulder, and she is clutching his other hand in her two hands. Oh like, my! That is intimate. Like their yeah. faces are like you could just go kiss, and they're done. <laughs> like like the the way they talk to each other, like they're whispering to each other in that moment, and so it's just super intimate. And you're like, dudes, get a room. You ain't even kissed yet. What's up? Because like, oh. so yeah, the. And Lee is definitely looking at her lips a number of times in that that scene. But <laughs> oh uh, my! But yeah, and there's another one there. Almost going for it at one night after Kate's. Amanda cooks. They're sitting down to and she's made. They're sitting down to dessert, and they have pushed the plates away. And he is reaching for her, oh. and you hear Dottie and the boys come in the front room. They're home a day early. God damn it, Dottie! It's like why couldn't you keep the boys longer? I think I think one of the boys they were camping, so one of the boys got like into poison ivy or something, and they had to come home early. Stupid kids. Philip and Jamie, <laughs> but but yeah. So and and she comes outside and he gives her like a tiny peck, like not not a just like what very chaste, and then goes. And then the finale of season three, which is the other episode with Niles from, but anyway from the nanny from the nanny, because like three times this episode alone they almost kiss because she's rehearsing to be an understudy in a play he is doing, and that the the from the nanny is the guy from the nanny is doing, and he's a neo. Man, it's a really freaky play, basically. Like, it's weird. It makes no sense. Um, yeah, it's it's like... No, I know the kind of thing you're yeah, talking about. Like yeah, it's like that. I was like, just trying to think of an There's a sign, and they keep flipping it in the thing. Like, it's so weird. And, like, she represents France, and this guy represents uh, the Germans in World War Two, and it's just weird. Um, but Amanda is rehearsing it, and, like, puts her hands on Lee's chest and is doing the, the view of friend, are you a German pig? And he goes, oh yeah? And like tosses the script thing aside and like is taking her into his arms and she's like, that's not in the script. And he goes, I'm improvising. And someone walks in the door. or they, they, Cause like they're in a hallway. So they hear a door open first and then, so they quickly pull apart. Finally into the episode, they're we about to kiss we again. Block counter. They're about to kiss again, and they hear the door in the hallway open, and Lee goes, uh-uh, not this time. Locks the door to the office and walks over and plants one on her. Yay! And that is the final shot of season three. Is them like she gives like this little like head shake, like kind of eye roll, and but also like finally. Yeah. And they finally, finally. kiss. <laughs> And then the very next episode, season premiere, it's two-parter. It's called Stem Winder. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do tell. Lee and Amanda have been sneaking around dating each other. 
Mm-hmm. Like they, they they have a bar now or the, a restaurant with their regulars and they're clearly together and it, all this stuff goes on. But of course, behind the scenes, the Russians are trying to pin something on Lee because it's a Russian. Naturally. Put, well, it's someone he put in into the gulag years ago who's gotten out. Like it's a whole big revenge plot. A very, oh, the a very, Cold War. A very overcomplicated revenge plot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like it's so stupid. Uh, it shouldn't work, but it does. And so Lee, uh, first Lee and Amanda have to help, have to start doing the, I forget what it is, forgot the name of the the move, the con, but basically they're pretending to be a couple and they're also on the rocks. So they're a couple pretending to be a couple, but not letting anybody know they're a couple pretending to be fighting. So it's a wonderful... So they're, they're Nate and Sophie. Yes and no. <laughs> um, yeah, so like she's doing the whole, like, they're fighting and... And she storms out of the restaurant, and he gets picked up by this Russian spy, which is the plan. Yeah. Only the plan is... It's everybody's plan, not just... Right. Um, and so... But he gets pinned. Like, like, like stuff gets pinned on him, like selling secrets. It looks like he sold secrets to this Russian agent that he really did get turned. And so he has to go on the run. Like, Amanda, yeah. Amanda's been brought in for questioning, because um, they think Goodness. she's in on it, too. We have Dr. Smythe. Dr. Smythe is the guy who sent you that quote that he said about, <laughs> yeah, it's about like, the- I love children, uh, especially, I love children, preferably uh, or at the holidays, preferably at a separate table. Like, yeah. he's very, like, he's a, he's a jerk. Like, he's put a lot from him. That quote glorious, though. But he, because you know Billy was never going to close ranks on Lee. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Smythe comes in and, like, he's the head of the agency, mm-hmm. rather than just the section chief or whatever. And... So Lee has to go on the run. He tells Amanda, go back to your house, stay there. You're safer there with the agents watching you Mm -hmm. than you are out where the Russians can get to you because they'll know you're my weakness, essentially. And so she goes back to her house and she goes up to her. She tells her mother, you know, I work with a lot of federal people, mom. And, you know, they say that that I did something and that someone I I know did something and I didn't and he didn't. But, you know, there's probably going to be people coming by and asking questions in the next few days. Just, Just be honest with them. And she goes up to her room, and Lee is in the room. Aww. He came to tell her goodbye. Because he's going undercover. Or he's, go, he's going deep. Aww. deep. He's got he's to go deep under to clear their names. And he tells her, I love you. I have for a very, very long time. I was just never ready to, you know. I know. And like, oh. So, because he, he actually tells her he loves her on the phone first. Oh, my heart. Because when he calls her, said, go home, do this, da, 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 and hangs up the phone, she, he says, I love you, before he hangs up. And so mm-hmm. then he shows up to say, because I couldn't go without telling you in person mm-hmm. that I love you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long I'll be gone, and, and I, I can't make any promises. And the, she, she hears the feds have arrived downstairs, so he's mm-hmm. like, I've got to go. Yeah. And she goes, now, wait a minute. You can't just walk into my life, hand me a package, tell me to give it to the man in the red hat. Tell me that you love me. Then walk out of my life. You can't. <laughs> and she kisses him. And then she tells him she's going with, she loves him too. And she's going with him. Oh, honey. So she leaves her family. Oh my God. To go on the run with Lee. And actually her contacts are what get them an apartment <laughs> to stay in. That's kind of awesome. Cause she has like a, like a, not a B and B friend, like, but like someone who she, she understands how certain normal people work. And so like, she makes it look, sound like they got robbed and so they don't have anything right now. And that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so 
and she tells him, it's dangerous my family if I stay with, if I stay here. It'll be more dangerous for them. And that's how Dottie meets Billy, is Billy is the agent responsible for, like, questioning Dottie. Yeah. And, and like, being there at her house. And Joe is there, like, he's there helping take care of the boys. And he's actually the one who spots when Amanda puts a, a message in the paper mm-hmm. telling her family she's safe. It's a really clever thing. I just love the way that they depict this divorce relationship. Yeah. There's not... Not... Yeah, not every divorce But most is, TV yeah. shows don't yeah. show it in the best light. Yeah, that's that's what I was about um, to get to, yeah. But... Oh, yeah. So, it's, naturally, they clear their names, of course. Um, and they grow closer and closer. Lee finds out... Or Lee gets told his parents were double agents because he knew they were spies. They died when he was, like, six. And he was raised by his colonel and the... That colonel... His colonel. His uncle, who's a colonel. And he calls him the colonel. So, yeah. Very strict upbringing, like, raised all over the world on military bases. That's one of the reasons Lee has some issues. But he gets told his parents were double agents, and he doesn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And so Amanda helps him clear their names. But he tells her during that, you know, I've never had to lean on anyone. I've never leaned on anyone, because I've... even when I needed to, I never did. And she's like, well, you can you can lean on me. I'm a lot stronger than I look. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, he makes her give her give him this experimental drug, and she has to sit there, and she she can ask him questions because he trusts her and stuff. Yeah. So she's like, "Who? Uh, do you know who I am? My Amanda. And he gets Aww. this, like, dreamy smile. And at the, end the, at the end of, like, getting with the information I needed, she goes, do you have time for just one more question? No. Nope. Shouldn't do that. And then, it breaks him out of his hypnosis state. Oh, man. But yeah, it's like, I love that whole thing. And so they're getting, Amanda's getting really good at her job. Dating is really tough. It's hard to get time alone because she has her boys and they have the agency mm-hmm. and, and nobody knows that they're dating. And it's hard to date when you're a spy. Yeah. And then Nightcrawler happens. Nightcrawler's another early episode. Um, basically, there's a spy whose codename is Nightcrawler, or not a spy, a double agent whose codename is Nightcrawler in a uh, Pakistani? Question mark. Uh, not. I don't remember the the actual. They're mercenaries for hire, but they used to be mm-hmm. with a specific government. But she's a double agent in the in it. Um, they're this woman Nightcrawlers, but the guy, the bad guy. We're just gonna call him bad guy because it's too much work to explain who he is. So the bad guy is videotaping them as like some of his one of his busts happens because he's his drug butt. Like he keeps getting like mm-hmm. anything he brings bombs and stuff into the country get caught and he doesn't know how. And so he has videotape and, like, surveillance on them. And he sees the moment, like, Lee, or Amanda kind of breaks cover and yells at Lee to get down. She goes, Lee, look out, because a car comes around, like, drive-by yeah. type thing. And so he's figuring out there's a connection there. Also, Lee is looking into his pension. And he, this woman drops the paper off, and hey, it's a it's an office. So she's telling Amanda, you know, when a bachelor starts Levi's pension, bring on the rice. And Amanda kind of blushes and like, oh really? And like, oh, I'm not. Man. This is awkward. I'm not supposed to know this. Yeah. And but so then Amanda gets kidnapped by the bad guy, who puts her through sleep deprivation. Like she doesn't get to sleep for like 36 mm. hours. And Lee is going crazy out of his mind. Uh-huh. And like he goes to her house. And he tells, you know, he's like, Amanda, just wanted you to know she's going to be a few more days. But as he's there, he's like, it, it's showing you flash clips from other episodes, mm-hmm. but he's seeing her around the house, mm-hmm. like, in, in every moment. And oh, it, he was just there basically to be close to Amanda because he misses her and no one can know because mm-hmm. they decide to keep her family out of the know unless yeah. it goes public. So, oh, so good. But 
and B- Billy and Lee's going crazy. He's like, this is Amanda out there, Billy. Like, we need to be doing everything. Yeah. And Billy just goes, I know which of my agents, which one of my agents is in trouble. I always know. And kind of gives this, like, knowing, like, uh-huh. meaningful look to Lee. And he just kind of ignores it and walks yeah. off. But Billy knows, guys. <laughs> Billy knows all. Uh, well, not all, but close. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Amanda is so sleep-deprived, she starts hallucinating Lee. And, of like, course. it's, it's kind of weird because, like, you think at first he's sending her, like, psychic messages because he's, he's like, talking to himself. He's like, I'm coming for you, Amanda. I'm coming. And then the hallucination is saying that. But it's clearly a hallucination. And he's like, I love you. Remember that. I love you and I'm coming for you. And you know that. Uh-huh. Because that's what she knows Lee. Lee always yeah. comes for her. And then, like, another hallucination. He's in, like, full dress, bow tie, like, tux, holding roses and a bottle of wine. And he's like, Amanda, I'm coming for you. I have a really important question. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. And, like, she yeah. knows it's a hallucination. But she's like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. enjoy this. Um. Lee finds out where she is, he thinks. Yeah. Turns out the double agent got caught. Mm-hmm. And so it was all set up to catch Lee. But Lee has multiple things on the fire. He's going to, like, there. Mm-hmm. there's a whole other subplot going he on where he is going... For contingencies, yeah. He's going to get her rescued. Like, he's trying to get her rescued. Uh, but he gets captured and brought to Amanda. Mm-hmm. And he, like, bounds across the room. She jumps off of, like, she's on, like, this cot because she still can't sleep. She jumps off this cot when he comes in, and Lee comes over and pulls her into his arms, and she's like, oh, these hallucinations are getting pretty good. And and he's like, Amanda, no, I'm here. I'm, I'm really here. And oh, I forgot to mention the cryptologist. He also tries to go to figure out how Amanda got caught, like, mm-hmm. how they figured it out. And the cryptologist basically tells him that when a woman's in love, she sees it with different eyes. And Dude, everybody at the agency freaking knows. Like, yeah. Everybody knows. But it's anyway. the worst kept secret in the agency. Basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he pulls her in his arms, he kisses her, and finally when he kisses her, convinces her that this is real. And she's like, you're, you're here? You're here? And he's like, yeah, it's not quite how I meant to be here, but I'm here with you. And and Bad Guy comes in, and Bad yeah. Guy speeches, and then Lee, like, leaves, and Lee, like, sits her down on the cot and kneels down forever, which is a typical, like, mm-hmm. way yeah. that they, yeah, they yeah, sit. Yeah, 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 And he takes her hands, and he goes, we might not make it out of this one. And Amanda, like, drops her head to her lap, and, like, just looking down her lap, she goes, I-, I know, it really stinks, doesn't it? And she sounds like she's about to cry. And he goes, hey, and he just, like, lifts her chin up. He goes, Amanda King, you are the best, the bravest, the smartest, most beautiful woman I have ever known. And she interrupts and goes, I love you. Yeah. And he's, he grins, like, hugely at her again. He goes, then will you marry me? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll marry you. And her voice turns teary. And she's mm-hmm. like, we're the luckiest two people on the planet. Aww. Or in the whole, uh, sorry, the face of the earth. And, of course, Lee's plan works out. They get rescued. Mm-hmm. But, like, she had no idea that rescue was coming. And right. Lee had no idea if it was going to work. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that moment is just, like, we're the luckiest two people on the earth. Like, I was just like, oh, because in the end of the episode, she walks in and sitting on her, de- sitting on her desk in the empty office mm-hmm. is a Tiffany blue box. Ooh. And she opens it, and there's a ring. And he walks in. They never speak. Mm-hmm. He walks in and sees Ingrid smiles at her, slides the ring onto her hand, and they kiss. And that's Aww. the end of that episode. But yeah, oh, so good. So then there's also another time where she doesn't wear the engagement ring at work or even around her family or anything yeah. like that. Um, but they know that they are engaged. So then, like, uh, they're supposed to have a weekend away, their first big weekend away, where it's just the two of them. And Billy gets in trouble, so they have to stay and help Billy. And at one point during that weekend, Billy turns to them and tells them, uh, privately, like there's just two, three of them. He goes, 
whatever your relationship is, it's fine with me. And he turns and walks away. Like, he's like, I know that, that it's okay, guys. You're, you're fine. Like, it's all good. Because he knew they were going away for the weekend together. Like, he, he showed up at Lee's apartment and Amanda was there. Mm-hmm. So he, he very much knows, not even suspects anymore. He knows that there's more between them. Um, Amanda finally carries a gun for that episode. I don't remember seeing her doing that before, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, she's turning into the, this full real agent now. Yeah. Um, Lee starts looking at houses on one episode. Like, he's got, like, the full magazine. Like, he's looking through real estate. Yeah. And, like, he wants to get a house up uh, up farther upstate so he can get horses. And Amanda's oh like... Because he wants the boys to have horses because he had horses growing up. Or he always wanted horses growing up. And, yeah. And Amanda's like, Lee, we have a lot of conversations to have before that can happen. Like, yeah. There's a lot we have to talk about. And, and he goes, well, I know, I know. You're... Uh, you keep my feet on the ground, but for now, because they're going to a meet, he goes, for now, watch my rear with pleasure. <laughs> and he's like, very funny. And this case winds up being uh, another, like, a defecting agent. I, I want to say Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he's defected, and his son has been kidnapped and to, to keep him in line. Yeah. And so Lee, by the end of that episode, Lee comes to the conclusion they can't tell anyone about their relationship. They can't go buy a house together. Mm-hmm. He goes, I still fully intend on marrying you, mm-hmm. but I think we need to keep it to ourselves for a while because he doesn't want to put Philip and Jamie in danger yep. because he already considered like, even though they're not his family and he's never even officially met them at this point, he already considers them hit like his stepkids already. Mm-hmm. And he loves them. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that a yeah. lot. They decide to keep, their, their marriage a secret. They're, they're going to get married, but it's going to stay a secret. And we see more domesticity between the two. Yeah. Um, there's an episode where Amanda's cleaning out his, helping clean out his closet, and it, it leads to all sorts of revelations. Oh my. Because uh, she, like, pulls out a, or he, he has a jacket she's trying to throw out, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, this is a close one. There's a bullet hole in the back of the jacket. And she's like, yeah, it goes. And then she goes, what about this one? It looks like it was a close one, too. And it's a dress shirt with lipstick smeared all down the collar. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of looks at him, and he's like, uh, maybe we should have some secrets in this marriage. And, yeah. and she's like, mm-hmm. But before the episode's over, he also pulls out, like, another name from, like, she goes, that was in college. And, and he's like, yes, I want to hear about it. She goes, maybe you're right. Secrets can be good. <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. You're right. We should be honest. Okay, let's flip a coin. So, like, flip a coin to see who has to tell secrets yeah. first. And he, she wins, and she leans back. She goes, well, let's have it, Scarecrow. And the scene cuts away. So you yeah. don't actually see them <laughs> tell each other their secrets. We, we don't get the goods. But they have. Yeah. Well, because she brings up... uh the ballerina twins that he had a weekend with. Oh my god! Yeah, because she knows a, a lot of his secrets. Four years, man. Three years, man. And poor Dottie. Dottie has now met Lee because yeah. he came by the house when she was missing. And she goes, "I just don't understand it." On a scale of one to ten, he's an eleven, and she doesn't want to date him. What's wrong with my daughter? Like she has this. Oh, like she frequently is like, "Why aren't you dating Lee Stetson? Why aren't you dating Lee Stetson?" Yeah, kind of things going on. And. They finally decide to let their family know they're kind of dating each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like the, the, it comes out a little bit. And so she, he comes home for Christmas with her, which it's Joe and mom and the boys yeah. and the two of them. And Joe brings him a cup of nog. Cause Joe knows a little bit more than mm-hmm. everybody else about what they do. Um, Dottie calls Lee her Amanda's boyfriend at that point. So everybody, like, the, the family kind of knows now at least a They're little bit. They're taking tentative steps. The yeah. office is still technically in the dark. Francine is beginning to clue in that something, because she, she overhears Lee and Amanda tickling each other. 
I'm sorry. They're just being stupid kids. Like, like he pokes her and it tickles her and she, and she retaliates. And, and Francine happens to be in the vault in their office and overhears it. And so she's, like, very protective of, of Amanda. Like, she goes to Lee and, like, gives him what for. And it's like, yeah. this is not right. You're leading Amanda on like this. We all know you're not going to commit. Like, this is not okay. She tries to tell Amanda he's just the way he is. If you don't, I don't want you to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Lee tries to kind of hint that this is more serious. Like, he's taking her skiing. and mm-hmm. Or he took her skiing, all this kind of stuff. And, and Francine doesn't quite get it. So, finally, Amanda just tells Francine they broke up. Because it's just easier. Mm-hmm. And that way the office doesn't know. Yeah. But... And then, like, Joe calls and wants to have dinner with Amanda, or lunch, or whatever, with Amanda, and he's like, he wants you back. I like that. Like, I see what's happening. He's been around a while, and he wants you back now. And she's like, well, I'm taken. He goes, yeah, you're very taken. It's just not fair to leave Joe on like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he cares about Joe's yeah. feelings. That's, he never for a that's second... That's really great. He never for a second thinks Amanda's actually going to leave him. Yeah. He's like, you shouldn't leave Joe on. It's not right. Mm-hmm. Turns out Joe's actually getting married. Yeah, I but, I saw that coming. But Lee said Lee told her because you should tell him about our engagement. Like mm-hmm. he can keep a secret. You can tell him. She doesn't have to. But like the fact that what he cared about was that Joe wasn't going to get hurt. Yeah. Um. Two weeks. They decide they're getting married in secret, right? Two weeks before their wedding. Uh huh. Lee gets injected with a virus because this is like the beginnings of germ warfare time and so like uh-huh. that. And he's injected with a virus that in 24 hours is contagious. In 72, deadly. Like, mm-hmm. he will be dead. There's no cure. They're, 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 our, our side never even heard of it. Yeah. The only reason it doesn't actually work, because the Russians are like, they, they get him, they stab him, they run away, make it look like they got scared away. And Lee thought it was just a sedative, no big deal. The only reason it doesn't work is because their profile says he will not seek medical attention. Their profile did not take his fiance into account mm-hmm. because Amanda, the next morning he comes into work and she goes, you, me, like he's talking to Francine and she's like, you, me, business now. And she goes, I need you business now. And Francine goes, oh, I'm going to get out of this. Walks away. And he goes, he goes, you need me? My place or yours? And she goes, uh, neither. The, the medical clinic. He goes, oh, I have a meeting. What happened to your place for mine, Scarecrow? And, like, she drags him down. He takes a med- He takes the blood test, and that's how they found out he only has 72 hours to live. Yeah. I, the uh, only reason it, w- w- like, I love the reason that it fails is because Amanda is like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're going to a doctor whether you want to or not. Because I said so. <laughs> and she even gets bull- Billy to help bully him into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. So, but like in doing that, he also goes to Billy because he thinks he's going to die and makes Amanda his beneficiary on his life insurance. Mm-hmm. So Billy definitely knows. Yeah. He's like, I want Amanda and the boys taken care of should the worst happen. Mm-hmm. Like he goes so far as to put a cyanide bracelet on himself so that if he is not cured by the fat time he goes contagious, he will be, he will die. Oh man. Yeah. Like Amanda has the key and, and, and Billy has a key and that's it. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and Billy gave his key to Amanda because he goes, you're going to be closer than I am. And then, of course, it turns out, no, Billy is actually closer. And Billy gets shot, and they, they have the antidote. And Amanda runs in and with, like, seconds to spare and, like, does that, and they inject him with the cure, and yay. But, yeah. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they, get, they, uh, they finally get married in the episode, Do You Take the Spy? <laughs> Of course, their wedding is almost, like, ruined eight eight or nine times because nobody knows it's happening. Uh-huh. So, like, they're on a case, and they're like, we're never going to get away in time. Um, and they, they secretly get married. The vows are really beautiful. It's from Adjust the Peace, but it's shot, like, in front of this window with a white, mm-hmm. like, an arched window with, like, a white uh, 
curtain. Mm-hmm. So pretty. Like, the light coming in. It's just super pretty. And, like, they're both getting teary at the vows. Because it shows the full vows. That's great. Yeah. Most most, most shows don't do that anymore. Uh, but, yes, they exchange rings. And little did we as the audience or them as the people know that that's the longest screen time that Kate Jackson will have for the rest of the series. Oh, no. There are six episodes left in the series at this uh-huh. point. Um, Amanda gets shot in the chest on her honeymoon. Oh, no. Like, they're driving uh, into California to visit a friend of, a friend of his family. And they drive into a... a sh- like his, his, his friend is in trouble. Mm-hmm. And she gets shot, like... Yeah. Through the chest. Like, you see him look through the window and panic. Mm-hmm. She is in, like, V-fib. She almost dies, like, three times in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lee takes out the people responsible because Lee... That, uh-huh. yeah. There's one point where he finds out that that guy... That, he goes, I told him not to take out that king woman. And he grabs this guy by the collar who's, like, bigger... He's, like, way, way wider than him. And almost pull, picks him up off the ground and goes, they're the ones who shot Amanda. And, like, breaks out the door. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so so we don't get a lot more with Amanda and him. Uh, the secret marriage is really hard. She, she obviously wakes up and is going to be okay. Um, an ex of his shows up and tries to seduce him. No dice. Mm-hmm. Although he does save her from a fire. No dice. He's, he is fiercely loyal to Amanda. Yeah. Um, he tried, there's an episode where he bonds with the boys. Like, oh, Philip is down immediately. Philip Philip loves Lee. Lee's got a cool car. Philip is 14, 15 years old. So Lee's got a cool car. Like, can I try it around? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Jamie, meanwhile, is, is much more reticent. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a scene where like, one of, it's one of the few like really good scenes she has left. And he like, she's like holding Jamie. She's like, Jamie's my baby. She tells Lee that at one point. Mm-hmm. And she's telling Jamie, she goes, no, just because I love him doesn't mean I love you any less. Mm-hmm. She's like, you and your brother, you're the only reasons I made it through what happened to myself in California. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made it through without knowing you guys were home. Yeah. And so Jamie, like, okay, I'll give him a chance, kind of thing. And then Lee figures out what he's into. Yeah. And that kicks off there. Like, he's like, Lee, can you show me how to change the aperture on this camera? Because he's in the camera. Aha! Uh-huh. So, I like this game. So Lee gets him, <laughs> into, helps him into photography. Um, they don't get to see each other much. Like, there's one episode where he calls Amanda and he's like, yeah, I see that dinner is here. Um, she goes, yeah, I'll be over in about 20 minutes. I'm just getting the boys to bed. And he goes, yeah, actually, I gotta fly out in like, in like an hour. So... And she goes, and he's like, I just was really looking forward to your beef Wellington. <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, I just miss my wife. And yeah. she's like, when do you have to leave? He goes, I, like an hour. And she goes, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so like you have like those moments. Yeah. But literally I counted. She is in two to three scenes an episode for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, finally the finale, they have like their first marital spat because they keep putting each other's stuff in wrong places. Like she put his watch in the drawer and he, he's like, well, you know, I, I prefer it by the sink. I'm not like mad or anything. And she makes him big breakfast. He's like, I don't like breakfast. She goes, I know you drink, you drink coffee and stale donuts like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a healthy thing. Yeah. And she's doing her makeup. She goes, Lee, have you seen my little eyeshadow thing? He goes, Oh yeah, it looked empty. So I threw it out. Like, <laughs> and she's like, okay. Um, sometimes when it looks empty, it's not. Like, and it's just little things like yeah. that. And so he's like, we should, so he makes a list of all the things that bother him about Amanda. Oh God. You find this out. This goes nowhere good. You find out through a phone call because you can't see her side of it. But he goes, Amanda, it was just a list. Like, I didn't mean anything by it. You weren't supposed to read it. I'm so, Amanda, Amanda, I didn't click. Yeah. And Billy overhears the other phone call and he goes, you know, Jeannie and I used to make lists and talk through them very calmly and da, 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 da. And Lee's like, mm-hmm. He goes, besides, good practice for marriage, you know, because someday, you guys, it could happen. Don't laugh. Oh, hi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm-hmm, 
mm-hmm, yeah. And he goes home, and very last scene of the show, he has a, his hand behind his back, and she goes, those better not be flowers. And he pulls it out into a notebook, and he goes, I've written all the reasons I love you. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and he, he leans down and kisses her, and she goes, better be a long list. And yeah. that's where the series ends. Oh, wow. Now, the reason Kate Jackson had a reduced role is that she had cancer. However, no one but the producers knew it. Oh, my God. Like, I can't imagine the fact that Bruce Boxleitner didn't know. All of a sudden, this woman who's been in the show with him... And like almost every scene, such an important role, and like, and the fact that like she's his wife now. Yeah, the episode. I I, I think the episode where she gets shot is the one where she went and had because she had breast cancer. Yeah, so she had surgery and then five weeks of intense radiation therapy. Yeah, that is the last six episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. And so she's in minimal episodes. There's there's coverage of her is like usually usually done in oneers where usually it used to be two shots and as like that now it's all all close ups and. There's just all the stuff between her and Lee, and you, we found like come to find out she did not tell anyone on the cast or crew. Just the producers knew, and they told the writers to limit her time. Yeah, that's insane to that's me. Like mind to not tell your scene because like apparently like I saw somebody complaining when when the show first went off. Bruce said, "Well, you know, our chemistry kind of dropped off there, and I don't really know what happened." And yeah, what that- happened was she was having radiation therapy, and no one knew, and like. Man, you gotta wonder if she had told people if maybe the show would have kept going. Because yeah. the reason the show got canceled is production didn't like scheduling around her. Mm. Is so the network made yeah. the decision they didn't want to schedule around her. Well, if you're not going to tell everybody you have cancer, yeah. So like, I don't know who to blame. If I should blame the network, because like chick had cancer, maybe you should have looked into why she suddenly, after three and a half years, was was pulling back. Uh huh. But like the producers knew. And, but yeah, Bruce Boxleitner did not know, but apparently like they made amends and like a rumor is he sends her flowers every year on her birthday, even now, mm-hmm. which I love that idea. Apparently there was also rumors they were having an affair at the time, but or not, not then, but at some point in the yeah. series, I was like, that's, I'm, he was married. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and he's always denied those rumors. And so is she. So I just think people are crazy because they just had amazing chemistry. But yeah, so we don't get to see like what her family's reaction is to the marriage and which it's so, so sweet, uh-huh. sweet, beautiful. But it happens. Um, Show, shows get canceled, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and never mind, she would have actually been fine to shoot the next season. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, so from the beginning, Lee is very, like, physically tactile with her. I mean, it's always, they're always holding hands when they're in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, by season three, they're holding hands walking around D.C. Like, just, just walking around, never in the agency. They oh, always, of course not. They always detach when they come to the agency. Um, and, like... Lee is never, ever really like he is with Amanda with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Francine, who's his best friend. And <laughs> the other thing, this is going to sound really weird, but, like, they both go through a lot of changes throughout the show. Um, but one of the things that changes that I noticed this time watching closer as we do, Lee's wardrobe changes. Oh, okay. He goes from wearing, like, suits almost almost exclusively to, like, by the end, he's wearing blue jeans and a button-up at work. Okay. Like, it, it, it or like a pullover. Like, he's... Yeah. He very much relaxes, and I just like there's something about that. Like and, and maybe it wasn't even intentional, but like it just feels like he gets more comfortable with Amanda, and like we see them in more casual settings as the series progresses. But also, like he still occasionally wears a suit to work, but his clothes to work very much relax, mm-hmm. and I, I just think that's really interesting. Um, you know, Amanda is smart, and she finally gets to use it. 
and gets to make those connections. She's not very good with a gun. That is that is probably the worst thing about her. She's really bad with a gun. But she's good at all of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. She writes reports, which Lee is really bad at. She's a great organization. Yeah. They're complimentary. Yeah. And uh, Although there is like a, a plot that they touch on, but they don't really dive into it. She starts missing things with her kids. Like she misses a play that, that Jamie's in and a mm-hmm. thing of a game of Phillips and you get the idea throughout the thing she comes to a better work-life balance because she mentions like I can't do that Saturday Jamie has a soccer game I have to be there Mm -hmm. things like that but at the same time she's also prioritizing she's like because like doing what I'm doing is is important Mm -hmm. I'm I'm saving the world for my sons and they can't exactly know it but it's important enough that I am going to take that risk Mm -hmm. I love the fact that we have a mom who's a woman who's trying to have it all and mm-hmm. sort of succeeding because her boys adore her. Yeah. Like, her her boys just straight up adore her. Um, there's also... Uh, there's also several times they're accused of espionage between the two of them throughout the whole thing. Like, there's a number... And neither of them ever, ever, ever for a second suspect the other. Oh, of course not. Like, not for a second. They even have a tropiness. They even have uh, Lee Fakes' his death at one point. Hachi machi. And Amanda, no, Amanda doesn't get told right away. Oh my god. And so Amanda's like grieving. Like, this is like yeah. season one or two. And she's like heavy grieving. And he walks in her back door because he needs a place to hide out. And, a, and she like throws something at him and is so mad. And then, but she's also so happy. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And also the fact that he will always, always, always protect her. She's mm-hmm. always the first person he covers in, in a fight. Yeah. Like, even if she can take care of herself, he's still protecting her. Uh, he's not necessarily ready for her love at first, but she waits for it. I, mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. that waiting until he is ready, until he, he has become the person that can handle her love. Yeah. So, so my song for them uh-huh. is "I Will Wait for You" by Us the Duo. Okay. Everything was fine the way it was, normal and ordinary. Then there was you, so randomly too. And now you're staring at me. No one can choose who they fall for, or when they fall, or how they fall, or why. I well, I fell for you, and I must wait. It's only a matter of time. I will wait for you, my darling, and I will wait for you. This is a this is a duet. Right. So, everything was cool the way it was, just me, my thoughts, and I. Then there was you, so randomly, too. The way that you walked by, no one can choose who they fall for or when they fall or how they fall. Uh, wait for you, my darling. It's much too complicated. Haven't tried it before. I didn't need it before. So I thought, so I thought, I'll wait for you, my darling. That is bloody like, brilliant. Isn't that great? Yeah, that is like I was perfect. struggling, and then I came across a song this morning, and I was like, oh, oh. but yeah, the heavens parted. Yeah, and like, like I said, this show actually is still like fairly active. They just had like a thirty-five year reunion in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, like like a fan event. Yeah. And like uh, Bruce Boxleitner tweets about like like still tweets people about the show and people respond and yeah. stuff. I just think that's really cool. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. And it's such a great show. Like even it's still like yes, the Soviet plot's get a bit old, but only in but the to sense, be fair, everything old is new again. Well, yeah, and, and only so. in the sense that like the, the some of the technology is outdated, but like the actual plots themselves are really well structured. It's yeah. well written. Ca- like characters are super Billy and Francine. For the first couple seasons are very much like flat and they fill them out as they mm-hmm. go. And Dottie, the boys kind of fall off a lot toward the end, mm-hmm. but like you can see that they were getting ready to bring them back in a big way. 
weirdly yeah. getting into bond with him and stuff. So yeah, I I just really love this show and this couple and <laughs> like yeah, all the tropey goodness. Oh yeah, like, yeah. We're, I'm reading a seventy five thousand word fanfic right now that oh, is the third in a series. I am so happy for you that that exists. That, that is, this is a season five. Oh man, like, what would have happened? And there's a bunch of them. Like, there's a bunch of long fanfic that is out there for this group, and it, it just makes me bless so happy. Writers, yeah. Because, like, you don't expect that to exist for a show that's 37 years old yeah. that isn't Star Trek. Right. And so, yeah, I just, I'm super excited. I love this show. I just bought all four seasons. I'm loaning them to my mother. Because <laughs> I just, they are so good. I, I was going to say, when you get them back from your mom, I might have to, I might have to borrow them. And unfortunately, it doesn't stream anywhere. Like, I it know. was streaming on Amazon at one point in time. And then, yeah, I remember but that. not all the episodes. Like yeah. Billy's Day Off, which is one of the like ones in season four, didn't they didn't have they didn't have uh, the the one where they say I love you oh my God. to each other. They didn't have the one where they That's they get weird. engaged. Like those didn't stream. You had to pay for those like four bucks an episode. And I'm like, um, I'll just buy a season. Thank Amazon's you. Weird. And then you bought me two seasons because you're a great best friend. And then my husband said, just buy the other two. <laughs> like they're, they were like twenty bucks or something. He goes, just buy them. It's fine. I, I bought you three. You only bought you bought me season three I'm- and season one. Or season two. Yeah. And then I bought the other two. I bought them online while I was at camp. <laughs> so I know I, I did I thought it. I bought you season two later for Christmas. You bought me two seasons. That's all I remember. Is you bought me two seasons okay. and I bought me two seasons. Because I did it in July. Right. So I know, I, I, know I remember stumbling. Like, I there were there were three seasons available at yeah. um, at Vintage Stock. And yeah. I ran across them and knew you loved them. Mm-hmm. And so I called you and asked, hey, do you want it? And then I told you the wrong season, which is the sucky part. Oh, Because no. I thought they got engaged in season three and married in season four. Because who yeah. gets engaged and married in the same season? Apparently, they do. But it's just, like, it's such an enjoyable show. Mm-hmm. And, like, their banter and and stuff is so fun. <laughs> And, Sounds like it. Oh man, and the undercovers and the like, the stupid covers and this like, <laughs> uh, it's so fun. Just oh, it's so I, fun. Anyway, that's, to check it that's out. it for me. Sorry. So, anyway, okay, I have nothing to add. So, um, although that sounds really great, and I'm gonna have to check it out sometime. So <laughs> it has fan vids too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think that will get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. As always, we thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.